It's time for the Tri-County Equipment Get Stuck on Sports Podcast. Here are your hosts, Dennis Stuckey and Brady Beaton. No Brady Beaton uh, tonight. Once again, uh, he's uh, on the road uh, with uh, Wayne State uh, football. Going to do a little work uh, on their broadcast on uh, Saturday. So uh, Paul Costanzo filled in. He went to the Port here in High Lakeshore uh, game. We'll hear from Paul in uh, just a moment. I was at the uh, Marysville game and am stunned to report that Marysville lost to Clintondale tonight. Northern got a uh, a win uh, tonight. Marine City wins, don't they always? Anchor Bay gets a share of their league title with a win uh, tonight. We'll run down all the uh, BWAC uh, games uh, as well as uh, the games out in the thumb and much more all coming up here on the podcast in just a moment on GetStuckOnSports.com. When you run with us on a Gator UTV, the engine has your full attention, the herd takes notice, and the trail meets its match. Because with effortless four-wheel drive and our smoothest shifting transmission yet, nothing runs like a deer. Search John Deere Gator for more. Contact one of Tri-County Equipment's 10 locations in Bad Axe, Birch Run, Burton, Carrow, Fenton, Lapeer, Marlette, Reese, Saginaw, or Sandusky, or visit Tri-County Equipment online at tricountyequipment.com. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located in Port Huron, is a full-line distributor of industrial cutting tools, fluid power, electrical tools, and other electrical supplies, providing utility and contract-based services for more than 100 years. The company has a wide range of products that includes abrasives, automotives, ballast and lamps, boxes and closures, building products, chemicals and lubricants, electrical fittings and equipment, janitorial equipment, wire devices, and tapes and safety products. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located at 2975 Lapeer Road, or call them at 800 800- 250-7520. Buying or selling a home? You need an experienced company standing ready to help you with all your real estate needs who is committed to making you the client number one. O'Connor Realty hung out its real estate sign in the city of Marysville almost 40 years ago to help the good people of this community buy and sell their homes. O'Connor Realty provides access to free, no obligation home valuation reports prepared by a licensed realtor with no hidden fees. Located at 2801 Gratiot Boulevard, Marysville, give O'Connor Realty a call at 810-364-8700. For all your real estate needs, O'Connor Realty, small enough to know you, large enough to serve you. If your windows stick, (laughs) slip, (laughs) squeak, or leak, replace them with Anderson windows with low e-glass, low maintenance exteriors, and rich wood interiors, standard and custom sizes. They can turn simple window replacement into serious home improvement. Oh. Hi, Chip Mortimer here, inviting you to experience the difference at Mortimer Lumber. Our expert staff will be here to help before, during, and after the sale. Stop by Mortimer Lumber, 24th and Lapeer Avenue in Port Huron. Hey guys, Brady Beaton here to let you know that TP Logos is now at their brand new location. Now located at 901 Michigan Avenue in Marysville. TP Logos has the largest in-stock selection of your team's spirit wear. While the location has changed, the service has not. They still will handle all of your custom screen printing and embroidery needs. Check out tplogos.com to see their vast selection of products, including Badger Sportswear, Nike, North Face, Richardson Hats, Carhartt, and more. Don't wait weeks for your gear. Get it in days with TP Logos. Start strengthening your finances. Transfer your loan to Advia and we'll cut your rate in half. Plus, make zero payments for 90 days. Members who transfer save an average of $3,400. For stronger savings, visit adviacu.org. Advia Credit Union. Real advantages for real people. 
Not valid on credit card, secure real estate, or commercial loans. Interest accrues at loan disbursement. Estimated 2019 member savings, effective July 1st, 2020. Subject to approval and to change any time. Floor rates and restrictions apply. Equal opportunity lender. DuraClean by Bachelor has been faithfully serving the Blue Water area for over 25 years. Whether you are commercial or residential, if you need carpet cleaning, stain removal, upholstered furniture, drapery, or air duct cleaning, call DuraClean by Bachelor at 810-982-7044 and talk to Mike about their aerated foam process that allows carpet and furniture to dry quickly. From pet stains to odor removal to water damage cleaning and restoration, there's only one call you need to make. DuraClean by Bachelor, 810-982-7044. 44 Duraclean by Bachelor. Magna International is North America's largest auto supplier and now calls the Blue Water area home. Our new plant, located on Range Road in St. Clair, will have great opportunities for all members of the community. Named to Fortune Magazine's World Most Admired Companies two years in a row, Magna offers many different career opportunities. Wages start from $17 and up. Go to magna.com forward slash careers to apply today. Again, magna.com forward slash careers to join our team and create the future of mobility together. Finding that missing shin guard. Remembering whether it's a home or away game. Getting the right kid to the right playing field on the right day. Why are simple things sometimes so complicated? Thankfully, with auto owners, insurance doesn't have to be one of them. We work with independent agents who keep insurance simple so you can worry about more important things. Like not being that fan. That's simple human sense. For all your real estate and insurance needs, please go to our website at SheridanAgency.com. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. Back with uh, Dennis and Paul Costanzo will join me uh, in just a, a moment. He covered the big red game for us uh, tonight. Uh, PH got a 35-21 victory over Lakeshore. Uh, it was not that close. The big reds were up 35 nothing in this one, and then uh, they uh, did as they've been doing all year. They got some kids in, into the uh, the game and, uh, and got them some valuable playing time. Lakeshore kept their starters in and made this one cosmetically look a little closer than it uh, actually was uh, after the uh, Big Reds uh, got the uh, big victory to go to 4-0 in league and 5-1 and overall. Paul caught up with Coach Perkins. Well, I got a little tighter yeah. at the end there. Um, I don't know. I mean, what do you think happened there? Well, but you know, we're a young group of kids. So, uh, you know, uh, we did a really nice job when those guys came in and we stopped at their first charge. Uh, and then they broke some tackles. They found a little something with that quarterback running on the edge there. Um, and we're trying to get everybody in a football game, everybody we can. And so um, we even have some sophomore kids that played and, and all that. Well, uh, you know, the message in the locker room was, everybody, we need to just continue to work, continue to work. The nice thing is this bunch of kids is that type of group. And they heard the message. They'll take the message and, and translate it out here on the practice field. So um, I'm not too concerned about that. And, and uh, uh, it's just a process, you know. Yeah. When they blocked the punt, did you start to get a little worried at that yeah. point? Yeah. Well, we had some people on the sideline that were able to come and handle things but uh yeah you know we knew they were going to come for the punt and that and uh, uh 
it's just one of those things. Hey, we got out of here. Yeah. Let's say for your team to then like you know the defense to step up and get the job done at that point. After really, I mean they they had won the game in their minds, right? They were off the field. They were done. To come back out and regroup and win, you had to like to see that. At the end. Oh, no doubt about it. And uh, these guys are very powerful guys. And uh, uh, they, they saw what happened and wanted. They were chomping at the bit to get back in there. And uh, uh, and they did a nice job. So, you know, I, as I told them, I want to focus on the first three and uh, quarters there. And uh, it was a heck of a nice Nice game for our, uh, to start with, anyway, yeah. Yeah, and the first three quarters, specifically, your defense was incredible. I mean, they weren't able to do anything. Yeah. What were you guys doing right there? Well, we were throwing to the ball again. Uh, well, they hit, uh, they found this their option, and that hurt us a little bit. Uh, we addressed that at half, and uh, we kind of shut that down. But uh, uh, I think we if we flow to the ball real well, we're pretty tough. Um, we can get after the quarterback okay, and we did that, and uh, we can hit. So uh, it puts a team at, at, at odds um, having to attack us because we can hit. So that's nice. Offensively, I know you talked to Brady about their defensive tackles. Were you able to soften them up a little bit when you hit some of those big pass plays, you think? Or in, and then when you started to lean on them a little bit? We were kind of trying to soften them up. That's a nice group up front they got. Uh, and their linebacking core is nice, nice linebacking core. So, uh, you know, it's uh, it all these games. It continues to be a work in progress, and it's nice to have challenges like that, um, and to be able to kind of uh, you go through the challenge and still be okay, um, and run some other things that are successful for us. And, and uh, you know, like it, like I say, as we continue here. Uh, on, we're going to be facing a lot of challenges, and so that was a, a good one. So, uh, pretty big game next week. Yeah. Um, I don't really mean now that this you're through with this one, they can focus just on the next one, and they did win. Northern did, so it's okay. You know, it's yeah. the Mac Blue Championship. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I guess you probably wouldn't want it any other way. Yeah, I tell you, it's going to be awesome, and they've done a great job. We've done a pretty good job, and yeah we're all looking forward to it so much it's going to be pretty crazy here i would think <laughs> yes so there's uh, coach uh, perkins with uh, paul costanzo and now paul will uh, join us he was at the uh, game tonight to uh, see the uh, latest victory for the uh, big reds it looked like a laugher paul and then uh, you you jinxed him back into the game yeah i think i did i when lakeshore lined up for a 29 yard field goal down 35 to nothing my first thought is, okay, that's the white flag. They're, they're done, right? Um, apparently not. Uh, and the big thing really is, I mean, when you, what it boils down to is that Coach Perkins rotated some kids in, which when you're winning 35 nothing, you're supposed to do. Um, and Lakeshore's starters continued playing, and they were just good enough. Um, and they started getting some momentum, and they turned it into a game. They got some bounces, and... Now it's 35-21, and there's six minutes left, and then they block a punt, and it's like, oh, my goodness, here we go. Um, and then you heard Coach Perkins say you know, that the defense was able to step up and um, get the job done, which was a good sign for them. But, man, oh, man, it, it, got, it got a little weird. This, this is a team that I'm glad we don't, like, cover because they're weird, okay? Like, sure. Yeah, uh, Northern, <laughs> Northern beats them 7 to nothing. 
um, the the first two games of the season, they gave up 100 points. 100 points in two games, and then in their next two games, they lost 9-7 to seven and 7 to nothing. Um, and, and now they've played two games where they give up in the mid-30s, but they, they score some. I can't figure out what Lakeshore is, and they're an 0-6 football team. It shouldn't be hard to figure out what they are. Yeah, exactly. They do have a good front seven. Like, their, their defensive front is, is very tough, and it took, like, Amari Holler hitting some passes down the field um, for them to really open up a little bit because then they had to – like, the linebackers couldn't just crash down real hard. And and then I think the Port Huron high offensive line was able to lean on them a little and create some space for Gabe Mose. And that once that started happening, then, you know, that's when the Big Reds really start, were able to pull away. And, you know, if you have a team that – can't hit them in multiple ways like that then i could you could see where they could keep a game close where their defense could keep them in a game um but offensively and i think this was mostly had to do with the with port huron's defense lakeshore couldn't get anything going while that first team defense was in for port huron high i mean it was they were swarming all over them it took them you know till into the second quarter to get a first down and even then, it would they'd get one, and it'd be a ten or twelve yard gain, and then nothing. Um, so it was just a, it. They are a weird. They are a bit of a weird team, um, but you can see where their strength is. And, and Port Huron High just had the type of team that could take advantage of it. All right. So, what do you think about these big reds? You know, I, I'm impressed with them defensively. That was the question I had coming into the season, knowing everything that they've lost. Over, over the last two years defensively. I mean, they've had some big-time players on that side of the ball that they aren't there anymore, right? And they they swarm so well. They get a ton of good pressure. Um, and their secondary, like, they, they mixed up quite a bit of – they played quite a bit of zone, but they mixed in some man, um, and they're just great athletes out there on the edges. And so teams can't – it's really hard to get anything going against them. You, you can't hit a deep ball because their corners can run with you. You can't run the ball on them because they've got some good size up front, but those linebackers get to the ball so fast. I mean, it. I was really, really impressed, especially with the defense again because I think I came in with more questions about it. Um, and I knew Amari Haller was tough, and I, I didn't see his best game running the ball because Lakeshore was definitely saying, this kid's not going to beat us with his feet. Um but, you know, he, he threw the ball well enough to, to open them up a little bit. And then, you know, you know, Moses, he's a, he's a great back. And once, I love he, Gabe Moses, and I do. once he started finding space, he's real quick and um, he's slippery too, man. Like he gets like some of those runs up the middle, like it looks like he's about to be closed down and he squirts through and just gaining three or four yards after not initial contact, but the contact that's bringing him down. I mean, it it was really impressive uh, to see that. So, yeah, they're a good all-around team, and I was really impressed with them. You know, uh, and we pointed this out even before the season uh, started, uh, that, you know, Kendall is gone, uh, and that's that's huge. Then you had uh, Shaka Brown, uh, who, in my opinion, one of the most underrated players Absolutely. all time in our area. Incredible defensive back. Um, and, and Amari played in the secondary every snap last year. Mm-hmm. Can't do that this year 
with the play at quarterback. Um, but And then they lost Ian Mitchell before the season started, and when Noah went down last year, Mitchell went sack crazy, and we were, like, all excited to watch him play a full season, and, and then uh, he uh, hurt his uh, leg. So you didn't know, but I like Jake Allen a lot. Myuri is back, and, and he's a good player. And uh, Gavin Troy is a guy he that they think tonight. by the time Gavin's a senior, think about what he's going to be. Yeah, he, he played great tonight. Um, Aaron Smith is fun to watch. He's, in, he's a big dude. He, he's a man's man. He nearly had an interception <laughs> tonight. Ball bounced around, and it hit his hands. And when it got to his hands, the entire stadium stopped breathing for a second, <laughs> and uh, myself included. And it, it – fell to the ground but yeah because who's going to tackle him that's what he secures the ball who's going to tackle well at that point i think it was 28 nothing and so that that would have been lakeshore would have been okay we we are done actually (laughs) this is the end of the game but no they there are a lot of good players on that defense and you know you put ashford out at court at corner um and i mean he he's an incredible receiver he had the one interception tonight and then where he just went up and high pointed a ball Another one where he nearly had, but it was one of those situations where the ball hung up in the air so long that the receiver was able to break it up. Um, so, yeah, it, it, there's just a lot of really good players on that team. All right, so we get what we all want mm-hmm. uh, because Northern wins tonight too. I'll get to that in a, in a minute. Um, but we get uh, Northern and PH for the outright blue championship game as part of the Crosstown showdown, which is already a big deal playing for the the brick that both sides want, Mm -hmm. and uh, they like having it and they don't like giving it up. Um, And this has been a a series that uh, the the history for it is it's streaky. Either you're winning it all the time or you're losing it all the time. Northern has had some ridiculously long stretches, and in more recent years it's been more of uh, the Big Reds who have controlled the series. But – these two teams, I mean, you got a six and zero against a five and one, and between the two of them, they've won eleven straight games. Yeah, I mean, it's you couldn't ask for more than this um, as a sports fan in the area, as somebody covering sports in the area. I mean, this is perfect. Um, you know, I haven't seen Northern play this year. I've listened to you call uh, a game of theirs. Um, I listened to a little bit of Shook call a game of theirs. Um, <laughs> He had a barn burner. Yeah, but you know, so the the defense clearly stands out and what they're able to do. Um, but just from what I have, you know, observed, do they have the offense? And I think that's the big question: Can Northern find the big plays on offense that they're going to need to win this game? Because that's what's going to win it. I don't think sustained drives are going to be a thing in this game. And when I look at what Amari Holler can do, what Gabe Mose can do, what Jaden Ashford can do, what those guys can do, you just assume that there's going to be a big player too that comes from that offense. Um, so that I, that I feel like right now, a week away, and having just seen Port Huron play too, yeah, is is what I feel like is the difference. But man, I, I think it's it could certainly go either way, and it's going to be very very exciting, and you know. It's huge for the city. It's great. Yeah, this is one where I – and we've had too many games like this where I, I just can't figure it out. 
I want to think I know what's going on, but I don't really know what, what's going on. I mean, Northern's had uh, just a couple of games that just stick out like a sore thumb of they got the wins, so what am I complaining for? But 8-6 East Point, 7 nothing against Lakeshore. Why does that send alarm bells when they, they only gave up six points in those two games? But you, you do feel like if there's a difference, it's the Big Reds have three or four kids that are in scoring position where they line up on the field. And it doesn't matter where that is. Whereas Northern's really had to grind it out. But then the other thing about Northern, not only is their defense amazing, it's starting to score now. They, they had another pick six score uh, this week, and I think they had two last week. Um, and they have actually picked up the pace. They've scored 69 points. We said they need to score more. They've scored 69 points. It doesn't matter where it comes from. Mm-hmm. It's points are points. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and I mean, so you can create those big plays on defense that can score for you or put your team in a position where they don't need to go more than, you know, 20, 25 yards to score. Sure. Um, so that that's what they need. You know, they, they need their defense to create those big plays. Um, I just – it's, again, watching that PH defense and – knowing that their first team defense outside of the Stony Creek game, their first team defense has allowed seven points this season. And that was in the tower game. Um, and so like, they're clearly doing something right They're against the same competition, essentially that Northern's playing. They're putting up the same defensive numbers. So yeah, I, I just am kind of leaning toward the team that I know can create big plays on offense, but in a rivalry game, who knows? Yeah, there's been so many uh, times, too, where you go in going, this side has a decided advantage over the other side, and then you get something that you completely don't expect. Uh, and then there are other years where not so certain who's going to – it was uh, just uh, 2019 that they, they played the the showdown game, and it was 29-26 Northern, and then two weeks later they're playing a playoff game, and it was 27-21 Big Reds. It's possible they're going to meet in the playoffs too, Paul. So it's possible that we could have a season like that where you don't know. No, the, I can maybe you don't those. want to win the first game <laughs> if there's going to be a second one. Yeah, I mean that was an interesting situation because obviously Braden McGregor got hurt in that first one, um, and I covered both of those games and they were both insane. Uh, it was a lot of fun. Uh, yeah, if, if you if we could get two games like that again, yeah, sign me up. Yeah, for sure. Worth it. Um, yeah, and I think I look back at the one, um, it, I think it was 2010, um, the Northern, the first year under Connell when Northern was really good. They had Kenny Sanders leading that defense that was so tough, and they were struggling to score that year. And it was a situation like, can they, but in this game, can they do it? And they won 10 nothing, I think. Yeah. And it was like, oh, yeah, they, they can um, so maybe that's what, you know, Brett Van Drew has drawn up. The interesting thing to me is that Dan Perkins and Brett Van Drew work in the same building or have worked in the same building for years and years and years. I think Brett's in the administrative building now, but they're very close. So I don't know. I don't know how many text messages both, they they're send. They're both defensive guys and yeah. they both have good defense. I don't know how many text messages they send in season now that they're not in the same building, but, uh, that those would be fun phone conversations, I think. But but this is the thing. No matter how good their defenses are, there's no way this is a zero zero game. No, there's no way. No, it can't. No, no. <laughs> and it, it's because somebody's gonna break. And it's in that big pressure situation too. 
you know, there's going to be inevitably a breakdown somewhere and, and somebody's going to rise above somewhere. So it's just a matter of those things lining up and, you know, where does it happen? But it's going to be, I mean, it's going to be awesome. All right. Any final thoughts? No, I mean, thank you for letting me do this. It was a blast. Uh, I really had a fun time. Um, I felt like I was talking to the people in front of me, so that was good. Uh, <laughs> they but, do listen, some of them. Yeah, and, uh, you know, it was, uh, you know, very, again, very impressed with, with Port Huron High, and I think the score was deceiving. Um, that 35-21, they were certainly better than that, but, um, you know, a great win for Coach Perkins and setting up a, a huge one. All right, Paul Costanzo, thank you for helping us out. Uh, Brady away again uh, this uh, weekend, but he'll be back, and he'll be calling the Crosstown Showdown uh, next week on uh, Stream uh, 2. Uh, and I'm going to keep uh, rolling here in just a second talk about Northern. But first, once again, thanks a lot, Paul. Thank you. All right, uh, so uh, again, thanks to uh, Paul. Let's roll on with it. Uh, Big Reds win 35-21. to 21. The Huskies win 27-14, to 14. and here, too, the score probably a little bit on the deceiving side because Northern was up 27 to nothing in this game going into the fourth uh, quarter. Lance Cruz got both their touchdowns in the fourth. The last one came with eight seconds left in the game, so that makes it cosmetically look like it was a closer game than it was. And uh, the Huskies got another defensive score. They had a 65-yard uh, pick six in this game. Uh, Kasparian, Dimitri Kasparian, kicked two field goals. And Northern's offense got two Big play touchdowns, a 73-yarder from Joel Steinhauer and a 62-yarder from uh, Evan uh, DeLong. So, again, Northern doing the things that we uh, asked for them to do a couple weeks ago when we were nervous about their offense. But, but see, both teams here are clicking on full uh, cylinders, and it really, I don't know. I, I don't know how we can't have a great game next week it will be the crosstown showdown 56th meeting between port here and high and port here on uh, northern and it will be for the outright mac blue championship winner take all because both teams are undefeated and it's the final week of league play for the uh, the mac uh, blue so whoever wins that game is the champ and whoever loses it is going to end up in second place at least uh, in the uh, the league uh, and again I, I think it's safe that the Big Reds and the Huskies are both going to make the playoffs, but you're also thinking about getting home games in the playoffs. So a big game for the winner uh, in uh, in that way as uh, well. Let's uh, keep it going in the uh, MAC real quick. MAC White Anchor Bay beat Lakeview thirty-two to seven. That means the Tars can do no worse than share for the uh, MAC White Championship. So uh, congratulations, Anchor Bay. They're a league champ. We know either Port here in High or Port here on Northern will win the MAC Blue in the uh, MAC Gold this week. St. Clair picked up a bunch of wins. First, uh, uh, Roseville had to forfeit its first three games. That included a game in which they beat St. Clair. So now St. Clair gets the win there. Then Cousineau backed out this week. St. Clair gets another win there, a forfeit over the Patriots. And with those two wins, all of a sudden, St. Clair has won a share of the Matt Colt Championship, and they can win the league outright with a victory at Warren Tower next uh, Saturday in a game that uh, we will uh, have uh, for you. Now in the Mac Silver, Marine City 
uh, has uh, won at least a share of the uh, silver title with their uh, 56 to 12 win over Hazel Park on Friday night. And for the uh, Mariners, that is uh, 23 league championships now in school history. That is their ninth in the last 12 years, and it's the third straight year that they've uh, won uh, uh, at least a piece of the silver title. And again, they can win it outright next week. Um, they will win it outright next week when they beat uh, Madison. But uh, a 56-12 win over Hazel Park. Uh, Jeff Heslop was 4 of 6 for 129 yards and a touchdown. He also had 7 carries for 71 yards and 2 touchdowns. And then again, this is what we talk about when we talk about the Mariners. Think of the numbers that some of these guys would have if they played somewhere where they had to carry the ball 20 times a game. But they don't. And Charles Tiger, three touches. Three touches, 106 yards and a touchdown. Zach Tetler, three touches, 70 yards, two touchdowns. It's ridiculous. That's why we don't spend a lot of time talking about them because what are you going to say? They're really good, uh, and uh, they crush Hazel Park, their latest victim. The Mariners are now 6-0 and on the uh, season. The other game in the uh, silver was Clintondale at Marysville. That's the ball game that I was at, and it did not go at all the way I thought it would. Let's get to the highlights. First and goal to go, Marysville from the Clintondale 4. With LaValle under center and McKinney and Michael Sacucci in the backfield. It's Michael Sacucci trying to bounce it outside to the right. Dives at the pylon, and he did get the touchdown. The ball came out, but they're saying he hit the pylon first, and it's a Marysville touchdown. Michael Sacucci, a four-yard run with 4.18 to go here in the first. It is six to nothing for Marysville. Kenny, no, this is Sakuchi twisting and spinning. It was a great fake. He had me fooled. He's dragging tacklers to the end zone, and he's into the end zone for a Viking touchdown. Michael Sakuchi, five tough yards there for the Vikings, and 59 seconds into the second quarter, he gets his second touchdown to make it 13-0 Marysville. Dakaria Jenkins as his uh, single back. He's going to line up to the left of the quarterback, and they're going to direct snap it to him, and he's hit at the one-yard line, and the Vikings drive him back. No, they're giving him the touchdown. Touchdown on the direct snap to Jenkins, and he gets the yard for the Clintondale score. Boy, from here, and I'm at an angle. I'm back near the 50. It looked like the Vikings had gotten to him outside the end zone, but they're saying his momentum broke the plane. And it's a score for Clintondale, and boy, did they need that. With 8.52 to go in the first half, it's now 13-6 pending the extra point. He'll set it down at the Clintondale 48, so they're 52 yards away with eight seconds to go. And they're going to send three receivers out wide to the uh, right and a receiver to the left. Jenkins is in the backfield, but uh, I think just as an extra pass protector here. And then they'll run some guys down the field, and Thetford might air it out here. Straight drop, looking for Gorney, and he caught it, and look out! He got behind his man, and Gorney's going to score! He runs it into the end zone with no time left on the clock, and Clintondale has taken the lead on a 52-yard strike, Thetford to Gorney. That has not been the case now. Clintondale has completely turned this one around. This time they'll go trips to the left on, second and four from the Viking 36. Thetford looking. Fires again on a slant to Gorney. He's got it. Splits the defenders. 20, 15, 10, 5. Forget it. 
into the end zone. Kevin Gorney with his second touchdown catch of the game, a 36-yard strike. And with 7.08 to go in the third, it's 22-13 Clintondale. Four-receiver look here for the Dragons. Thetford is throwing the bubble screen. Picked off by Turner. Picked off by Turner at the 40. And he's going to take it in for a Marysville touchdown. A 40-yard pick six by Brayton Turner. And there's the play that Marysville's been looking for. A defensive score. As they tried that bubble screen, and Turner acted like he knew it was coming, and he stepped in front of it at the 40 and takes it to the house. And with 11.37 to go here in the fourth, there's life again for the Vikings. They're down 24-19, pending the extra point. It'll be second and 15, but they only have to snap the ball one more time, and they're going to win the football game. They'll wait until it gets under 40 seconds, which it is now under 40 seconds, so they can snap it any time here, and as long as they don't botch the snap, the game's going to be over. Thetford waiting on the shotgun formation, catches it, takes a knee at the 27, and they won't have to snap it again. And the Clintondale Dragons have come up with their second victory of the season, and quite frankly, folks, I'm a little stunned. Your final score tonight here at Walpron Viking Stadium, Clintondale 24, Marysville 21, in a bit of a stunner. It is a bit of a, a stunner. I really expected uh, Marysville to to win this game by a, a couple of touchdowns, maybe even more than uh, that. And the way it started, they jumped out to a 13-0 lead. They established the run. They dominated. They, they had the ball the whole first half, but folks – What does it boil down to? Turnovers. The Vikings had four of them. Go back, and every game this season, with the one exception, and that was Richmond at Emily City, where they turned the Richmond turned the ball over. I think it was six times, and they snuck out with a twenty-eight to to twenty victory. But when they turned the ball over against Armada, five turnovers. They got destroyed in that game. Croslex had, uh, I think it was four turnovers in the opening week against Williamston, and that's the only game that uh, they've uh, lost to this season. You can't turn the ball over. Marysville had two interceptions and two fumbles uh, in the game, uh, and that is really how Clintondale got out of there with the win. Afterwards, I had a real quick chat with Coach Derek Meyer. Tough one, Coach. Uh, I guess it boils down to four turnovers uh, in a real close game, and I give both teams credit tonight because I thought both sides had a chance to quit, and neither side did. Yeah, you definitely have to play all four quarters. Obviously, the turnover game is going to play a factor, and then we thought we could sneak an onside in there, which, you know, probably where they got the ball on the field, close to their turnover there, but you know what? You could ball security, keep hold of the ball. We had drives going, and then we'd fumble late or close to the red zone, or just try sneaking a pass out there and uh, uh, then popping an interception. So, I mean, definitely we'll, we've got film to watch and scouting report for next week. We'll improve upon it, and, you know, hopefully the, the kids will take this as a, as a lesson on how to get better, and we'll just move up from here. Thanks. All right, uh, I, I think that this is a tough loss for Marysville in terms of uh, their their hopes for the uh, playoffs because I think they have three tough games remaining. They get Fitz next week at home. We'll have that game uh, for you. That'll be uh, one of our four games 
next week to Friday to uh, Saturday. Uh, and Fitz scores an awful lot of points, and they're very athletic. Um, so that's not a gimme. Uh, I know Lampfear's a bronze team, but Lampfear's been good the last couple of years, and they can score uh, points. That's not going to be an easy game on the road as well. And then they close out with St. Clair, um, and uh, the Saints starting to uh, to really play some – their win at uh, Gross Point uh, North, to me, was a real quality uh, victory on the road coming from uh, behind. Um, and, and they've got to be feeling good. I, I don't care that, that you know, it was a forfeit or whatever. They were going to beat Cousineau this week anyways. They were. Uh, all the forfeit does is make it a one nothing score instead of a 60 to nothing score, which is what it probably would have ended up being pretty close uh, to. And, uh, hey, Roseville didn't get away with the cheating, so they have to give away a win. Uh, and now St. Clair uh, with a chance to go to Tower next week and, and be the – the Mac Gold uh, champions, they'll probably be feeling pretty good when they go up against uh, Marysville at the end of the season. So three tough games coming up for the uh, the Vikings, who now are going to be fighting for their playoff lives from here on out. Uh, Noah LaValle was 8 out of 11 for 74 yards, and the unique stat here is uh, that Kyle Thomas had all eight receptions for all 74 uh, yards. And the Vikings can run the football. Uh, Michael Sakuchi, 25 carries, 112 yards, and a couple of touchdowns uh, in the uh, game. Did a lot of damage in the first half, not as much in the uh, the second half when the uh, Vikings had to throw a little more. They got uh, good to play from uh, Tyler McKinney, 11 carries, 70 yards, but on their final offensive uh, possession, uh, McKinney uh, left the game with an injury. Don't really know. Uh, what his status will be uh, moving uh, forward. But uh, that is the other thing about it is Marysville got a stop on fourth and goal at the eight to get the ball back with about four and a half minutes to go, but they didn't have any timeouts, and they worked it down to the Clintondale uh, 43-yard line, and on a fourth and uh, three, they couldn't convert, and then Clintondale took a couple of knees to close that one out. And one other score from the uh, Mac, uh, New Haven for the second week in a row forfeits their game to fall to 0-6, and and they are on a long, long losing uh, streak, the uh, New Haven Rockets. But uh, Southlake gets the victory there. Take a break, and then we'll uh, get into the uh, BWAC games that were played on Friday night as the Tri-County Equipment Get Stuck on Sports podcast continues in a moment. When you run with us on a Gator UTV... The engine has your full attention. The herd takes notice. And the trail meets its match. Because with effortless four-wheel drive and our smoothest shifting transmission yet, nothing runs like a deer. Search John Deere Gator for more. Contact one of Tri-County Equipment's 10 locations in Bad Axe, Birch Run, Burton, Carrow, Fenton, Lapeer, Marlette, Reese, Saginaw, or Sandusky, or visit Tri-County Equipment online at tricountyequipment.com. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located in Port Huron, is a full-line distributor of industrial cutting tools, fluid power, electrical tools, and other electrical supplies, providing utility and contract-based services for more than 100 years. The company has a wide range of products that includes abrasives, automotives, ballast and lamps, boxes and closures, building products, chemicals and lubricants, electrical fittings and equipment, janitorial equipment, wire devices, and tapes and safety products. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located at 2975 Lapeer Road, or call them at 800 250 7520 
Neiman's Family Market, located in St. Clair, is family-owned and operated and involved in the community. Neiman's has created a shopping experience providing a variety of quality products, specialty items, with superior customer service. Whatever your grocery needs are, from meats, bulk food, bakery items, produce, or even floral, Neiman's Family Market has what you will need. Entertaining? Neiman's has a full deli, and they do party trays. Check out our new mobile website and see weekly specials, coupons, and recipes. Open 6 a.m. to 9 p.m. all week long. Visit Neiman's Family Market in St. Clair. You'll be glad you did. Do you have the right financial advisor to help you reach your goals? Ameriprise Advisors can create a personalized, goal-based plan to help you prepare for whatever life brings so you can feel more confident about your financial future. Call Ameriprise Financial Advisor Dave Betts today at 810-987-5370. That's 810-987-5370. Office is located at 527 Huron Avenue, Port Huron, Michigan. Ameriprise Financial Services, LLC. Member FINRA and SIPC. Start strengthening your finances. Transfer your loan to Advia and we'll cut your rate in half. Plus, make zero payments for 90 days. Members who transfer save an average of $3,400. For stronger savings, visit adviacu.org. Advia Credit Union. Real advantages for real people. Not valid on credit card, secure real estate, or commercial loans. Interest accrues at loan disbursement. Estimated 2019 member savings, effective July 1st, 2020. Subject to approval and to change any time. Floor rates and restrictions apply. Equal opportunity lender. Having car trouble? Look no further than Marysville Goodyear. Located at 291 Range Road, Marysville Goodyear will take care of all your automotive needs. They know that just one visit to them will make you a customer for life. Whether it's a tune-up or tire rotation, consistency is the name of the game for the folks at Marysville Goodyear. Need tires? Marysville Goodyear is a certified dealer of Goodyear, Dunlop, and Kelly tires, and they stock tires for cars, trucks, SUVs, and more. Give them a call today at 810-364-4700. Marysville Goodyear, where your satisfaction is our guarantee. Looking for that perfect first vehicle for your kid's Sweet 16? Maybe you just want a quality vehicle at a fair price. Whatever your needs are, Jepson Car Company will take care of you. Located at 5277 Gratiot Avenue in St. Clair, Jepson has a wide variety of pre-owned vehicles that can fit your budget. With a great selection for first-time car buyers, check out their website at jepsoncarco.com. That's J-E-P-S-O-N-C-A-R-C-O.com. Or give them a call at 810-662-3048 to find the perfect ride. We welcome you to make Port Huron Schools your district of choice. Your child will experience an education with the most athletic, extracurricular, and academic opportunities in the region at Port Huron Schools. We specialize in providing personalized success for all students because each Port Huron Schools journey is unique and special. This year, more than ever, we truly appreciate our families and would like to thank them for their continued support. Please go to www.phasd.us and our social media for the latest updates on Port Huron Schools. Magna International would like to thank the Blue Water area for welcoming us into their community. We are excited to put our roots down in this beautiful, growing area. As the largest auto supplier in North America, we are thrilled to call Blue Water area home and look forward to many, many years in this wonderful community. Our brand new facility is located off of Range Road in St. Clair, Michigan. Magna is a proud sponsor of Blue Water area high school athletics. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. 
All right, Dennis Stuckey uh, with you. Uh, Brady will be back during our next uh, podcast, but uh, he's uh, off for the uh, weekend. Uh, and uh, we'll go into the uh, BWAC now where we're one step closer to uh, a, a big showdown in week eight between uh, Armada and uh, Croslex as they were both winners on Friday night. Armada pitches their fourth shutout of the season as they beat Imlay City 43 to uh, nothing. They gave up uh, 28 at North Branch with a last-minute uh, touchdown in their win there, and they gave up 10 to Richmond with a last-minute touchdown uh, there. Um, otherwise, uh, Armada has been tough to score on, and they've been tough to uh, stop, and uh, they rolled. Again, no surprise there, them beating Imlay City 43 to nothing. They'll have to pass the Elmont uh, test to stay undefeated, but they're now 5-0 and in the BWAC and 6-0 and overall. And speaking of Elmont, Croslex passed the Elmont test this week with another crushing victory for the Pioneers, 41-7. to they knock off uh, Elmont, the Jake Townsend show again, 249 yards uh, yards through the air with four touchdowns and uh, 65 yards rushing with another touchdown. Sage Slanick was huge uh, this week. Well, what week, isn't he? Six catches, 75 yards, three touchdowns, uh, and Coach LeGros said he should have had a fourth touchdown. Uh, Gavin Espinosa caught two balls for 97 yards, and uh, Belly Grappi. 15 carries, 91 yards, and a score. Also caught two passes for 24 yards. They just got so many weapons and so many people that uh, Townsend can use and find, and uh, and he gets the ball to them. And uh, Crosslex with uh, another uh, dominant performance. Now they're 5-0 and in league and 5-1 and overall, and they're going to beat Algonac next week, folks. Those are just the facts of uh, life. So they should be undefeated going into week eight in league play. And if Armada uh, wins at Elmont, they'll be undefeated. And then it'll be Crosslex at Armada straight up for the Blue Water Area Conference championship uh, there. And again, I, I just I don't know what else we can add about these two teams. Armada and Crosslex have been very, very, very impressive so far this year um and and i'm not gonna lie i want them both to win next week because i want to find out i want them both to be unbeaten when they go against each other and let's find out who really is the best team in the blue water area conference when we get to week eight still got to play those week seven games uh and again we said armado would win easy this week against emily city they did we said croslex has got an interesting opponent in Elmont. Well, Croslex passed the test and beat Elmont impressively. The roles will be reversed. Croslex will have the considerably easier opponent next week, while uh, it'll be Armada who has to uh, pass the Elmont test at uh, Elmont. Uh, Richmond with a nice bounce back game. The Blue Devils beat uh, Yale on Friday night 21 to nothing to snap a uh, two-game losing streak in which they had given up 90 points and only scored 10. They went with the freshman quarterback Anthony Benetti and he was 10 of 15 for 112 yards and a touchdown pass and uh, Denny Saligan was able to get loose uh, again after being shut down the last two weeks. 17 carries, 102 yards and uh, two touchdowns and a nice win for Richmond 21 to nothing they uh, get the uh, shutout win 
over Yale. The uh, other game in the BWAC, how about North Branch? 49-22. They beat Elginac uh, this uh, week, and uh, I'm just I'm looking at it. North Branch still has a game at Richmond. If they win that game at Richmond, North Branch, who started the season uh, with a, a one and two record, will have an opportunity to go seven and two in the regular season. Um, and and again, which Richmond team shows up against them? Richmond always tougher at home, and North Branch has to go there. But other than that, the other games on uh, North Branch schedule, um, they'd probably be the uh, favorite in uh, all of those uh, remaining uh, games, and it's about a 50-50 with uh, Richmond. But uh, if they get that Richmond game in there, uh, North Branch has a chance at seven wins. And I just didn't know if they were that kind of a team this year, just simply because, again, when you lose, I'm being serious, folks. They lost over 3,000 yards rushing in their backfield. How do you make up for that? Um, and plus, uh, a couple of those guys were key components for them on defense, but uh, they've really played well. I mean, their only losses are Armada and Crosslex. And they played Crosslex pretty tough, and they played Armada pretty tough. It's probably uh, time for me to uh, to fess up and say North Branch is, is pretty good. And at this stage of the game, they might be the third best team in the BWAC, which for most of this season, um, Brady's been trying to give it to Richmond. I've tried to been kind of trying to give it to Elmont, but these last few weeks are suggesting that it's North Branch who's the next best team after uh, Armada and Crosslex uh, in the Blue Water Area Conference. All right, um, we'll take a look at uh, the uh, GTC uh, East, what Cardinal Mooney did, and uh, we've got some uh, eight-man games to talk about as well as the uh, show continues in just a moment. Buying or selling a home? You need an experienced company standing ready to help you with all your real estate needs who is committed to making you the client number one. O'Connor Realty hung out its real estate sign in the city of Marysville almost 40 years ago to help the good people of this community buy and sell their homes. O'Connor Realty provides access to free, no-obligation home valuation reports prepared by a licensed realtor with no hidden fees. Located at 2801 Gratiot Boulevard, Marysville, give O'Connor Realty a call at 810 364 87 for all your real estate needs, O'Connor Realty. Small enough to know you, large enough to serve you. Hi, Chip Mortimer here. So much depends on your roof. Mortimer Lumber proudly features the Landmark Series shingle from CertainTeed Roofing. Landmark shingles come in many colors to surely enhance the look of your home. Landmark shingles offer a limited lifetime warranty, so you can be assured your roof will last for generations to come. Stop by Mortimer Lumber at 24th and Lapeer in Port Huron. Our expert staff will be glad to help answer all of your questions. Mortimer Lumber has locations in Port Huron, Emily City, Sandusky, and Bad Axe. Neiman's Family Market, located in St. Clair, is family-owned and operated and involved in the community. Neiman's has created a shopping experience providing a variety of quality products, specialty items, with superior customer service. Whatever your grocery needs are, from meats, bulk food, bakery items, produce, or even floral, Neiman's Family Market has what you will need. Entertaining? Neiman's has a full deli, and they do party trays. Check out our new mobile website and see weekly specials, coupons, and recipes. Open 6 a.m. to 9 p.m. all week long. Visit Neiman's Family Market in St. Clair. You'll be glad you did. 
Overhead Door Company of St. Clair County has been serving the community for over 30 years. Located at 5400 Lapeer Road in Kimball, Overhead Doors are the premier choice for durability, serviceability, and hassle-free performance for commercial and industrial doors. Overhead Doors boasts a complete selection of performance and safety-tested commercial and industrial upward-acting doors and manufacture a wide array of styles to meet your needs. Overhead Door Company of St. Clair County, 5400 Lapeer Road in Kimball, call 810 Hey guys, Brady Beaton here to let you know that TP Logos is now at their brand new location. Now located at 901 Michigan Avenue in Marysville, TP Logos has the largest in-stock selection of your team's spirit wear. While the location has changed, the service has not. They still will handle all of your custom screen printing and embroidery needs. Check out tplogos.com to see their vast selection of products, including Badger Sportswear, Nike, North Face, Richardson Hats, Carhartt, and more. Don't wait weeks for your gear. Get it in days with TP Logos. Having car trouble? Look no further than Marysville Goodyear. Located at 291 Range Road, Marysville Goodyear will take care of all your automotive needs. They know that just one visit to them will make you a customer for life. Whether it's a tune-up or tire rotation, consistency is the name of the game for the folks at Marysville Goodyear. Need tires? Marysville Goodyear is a certified dealer of Goodyear, Dunlop, and Kelly tires, and they stock tires for cars, trucks, SUVs, and more. Give them a call today at 810-364-4700. Marysville Goodyear, where your satisfaction is our guarantee. This is Lucy Harris. I'm a class of 2022 senior, and I play on the golf team at Port Huron Northern. As a Port Huron school student, I had the opportunity to participate in the most extracurricular and academic opportunities in the region. I can even earn free college credits from the Blue Water Middle College. At Port Huron Schools, I am treated as an individual and my teachers care about my specific needs. After graduating, I plan to study abroad and attend college to eventually become a teacher. That's my Port Huron School story. What will yours be? Please go to www.phasd.us and our social media for the latest updates on Port Huron Schools. Hello, this is Tim Sheridan, owner of Sheridan Real Estate and Insurance in Lexington. A family tradition that started back in 1925 with Grandpa Sheridan. Promoting trust, care, and excellence, Sheridan is dedicated to understanding and taking care of all your needs. Respected throughout the community and dedicated, Sheridan is a proud supporter of local activities like high school athletics. For all your real estate and insurance needs, please go to our website at SheridanAgency.com. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. All right, uh, back with uh, Dennis Stuckey here on the Tri-County Equipment Get Stuck on Sports uh, podcast. Let's go to the GTC East where uh, Ubley is another step closer to the uh, league uh, championship. They beat Sandusky on Friday night 34-6. to What do you want me to tell you? It's just ugly being ugly. Uh, they have two more league games, but they're not going to lose either one, and so they're going to win the league. They're going to be at KPAC next week and then host uh, Brown City. Speaking of those two teams, they hooked up on uh, Friday night, and uh, Brown City using a freshman quarterback, Ethan Worrell, and uh, they got their star running back, Lucas Primo, back from an injury, and the Green Devils turned that into the most points that they've scored in a game since October 20th of 2017. They beat KPAC 
Fifty to twenty-eight, uh, and Brown City is off the uh, the sny with their first win of the season. And after winning in Week One, KPAC has now dropped five in a row. But the Green Devils with a uh, fifty to twenty-eight to win. Marlette puts up a ton of offense. The Air Raid Sirens were going off on Friday night as they had five hundred and thirty-nine total yards including 382 through the air. Miles Parker rushed for 107 yards and three touchdowns. It was Marlette 63, Memphis uh, 20. So the uh, Raiders continue to score a lot of points this season. Harbor Beach uh, had a, a, a crossover, so they had a non-league game uh, this week, but they were stunned by Cass City 20-13, to 13, and suddenly Harbor Beach is looking a little human. This is one of the uh, three scores that really caught me off guard this uh, week. Uh, Obviously, the uh, Marysville result was not what I expected. I fully expected Marysville to beat Clintondale. Uh, I fully expected Harbor Beach to beat a Cassidy team that was just 1-4 and going into this uh, game, but the Red Hawks get the uh, win. We'll talk about the uh, third game that I consider an upset uh, here in uh, just uh, a moment. But uh, with uh, Cass City beating Harbor Beach, those are the GTC East scores. Uh, Cardinal Mooney, their hopes of uh, getting a share of the Catholic League Intersectional 2 title went out the uh, door on uh, Friday night. Uh, uh, They've never beaten Clarkston Everest, and they still haven't beaten Clarkston Everest. 45-3, the Mountaineers beat the Cardinals uh, at Everest on uh, Friday night, and that is the the seventh straight time in the history of those two schools that Everest has beaten them. And and going into the contest, the average score was 52-17, to and it was 45-3 to on uh, Friday night. Uh, Everest is good, and Mooney really is a different football team this year than they have been in quite a while. They're good, folks, but it's kind of the beginning of the the process for them there. But I I look again at their remaining schedule, and they have a real good chance to uh, win out, so they're not going to win a league title. But uh, I still think Cardinal Mooney is a uh, playoff football team. We'll see them at home next week against uh, Allen Park uh, Cabrini, uh, and uh, they've got – uh, I believe it's three more home games on the uh, the schedule uh, for them. Um, I think Mooney's going to be all right despite uh, a disappointing loss on uh, Friday uh, night. Uh, and, again, uh, we've got uh, four games next uh, week. Of course, the Crosstown Showdown with Port Huron High and uh, Port Huron Northern for the outright Mac Blue title. Then on Saturday, Brady will be at Tower where St. Clair, with a win, can win the outright Mac Gold uh, Championship. Uh, and then my games next week, I'll be at Marysville. Marysville Fitz on Friday uh, night, uh, and Fitzgerald uh, is a, an interesting uh, team uh, to me. Uh, and then on Saturday, I'll be at the Mooney game against Allen Park uh, Cabrini. So, uh, again, just kind of a quick recap before I get into the eight-man uh, scores from uh, Friday night. You've got uh, – at least a share, no worse than a share of the white title for Anchor Bay. The winner of next week's game between PH and Northern is going to win the blue outright. St. Clair has already gotten a share of the gold title, and with a win next week, they win it outright. Marine City already has a share of the MAC silver, 
Uh, and if they win next week against Madison, they win the gold or the silver, excuse me, outright. So four of the six uh, Macomary Conference divisions will be taken by teams from the Blue Water area. All right, uh, let's uh, go to uh, eight-man football. How about Carsonville Port Sandlack? They gave Peck a scare last week in overtime. This week they beat Ashley 48-28, to and that's the second win of the season for the uh, Tigers. So they're now 2-4, and four, and they've been very competitive uh, in uh, most of their uh, games uh, this season. They had uh, one uh, lopsided loss, I guess. They lost by 36 but they scored 36 points in the game, eight-man football. 72-36, they lost to Mount Pleasant to Sacred Heart, who I thought had absolutely no chance to go into Peck and beat the Pirates on Friday night. And guess what happened, folks? Sacred Heart 44, Peck 36. So Peck narrowly gets by CPS last week, and this week they lose by eight at home. Uh, And now... The uh, Stripes is uh, there for the taking for really for Kindy North Huron uh, at, uh, at this point. Um, Peck will need to beat Kindy North Huron now uh, to get a share of the, the title. Uh, one other game in eight-man. Mayville beat uh, New Haven Merritt 72-40. Uh, Deckerville and Kingston are going to play a Saturday night game uh, in uh, Kingston, and uh, and that's uh, the only uh, game that remains to be played for this uh, week. All right, uh, and uh, we'll have uh, Brady back on the uh, program Tuesday when we do uh, top tens again. Uh, and I've been all messed up on uh, top tens all season, so I have no idea where I'm going on Tuesday. Uh, I'll, I'll have it completely jumbled again. Because here's my problem: how, how do you how do you discern from the teams at the top? How do you know who's better between Armada and Crosslex until they play each other? How do you know between PH and Northern until they play each other? Marine City just keeps on uh, winning. What do you do with St. Clair now? What do you do with Marysville after a, a loss to uh, Clintondale um, this week? Uh, there, there's just all kinds of stuff going on, and it's just kind of hard to uh, keep track. Two straight losses now for Elmont. Uh, where do they fall in the uh, conversation? And they've got a tough game next week uh, against uh, Armada. So the top tens will be coming up on uh, Tuesday, uh, and uh, everybody did the same in the picks this uh, week. I don't have our records. I know we all lost the uh, Marysville uh, game, but uh, I think uh, we won everything else. But everybody picked the same. So no matter what our record is, nothing changes in the uh, the standings. Brady still has uh, the lead with the uh, by uh, one game over the guests and two games over uh, me. Uh, I'm kicking around in uh, last place. Ah, that's all right. I won it last year. I can let Brady have his this year, or I can make a stellar comeback in the last uh, three weeks of the uh, regular season and win the whole thing. We'll see. Only time will uh, tell, and that's all the time we have for uh, this uh, podcast. Thanks, as always, for uh, all the uh, great uh, support that we're getting out uh, there. Uh, And uh, next week is already week seven of the high school football season here on GetStuckOnSports.com. From Port Huron to Marysville and St. Clair to Marine City, the Blue Water Area is Stuck 
on sports.